you know, maybe deep down inside, what I would really like is for someone to hold me. Wow. Hey there, lovebirds. Welcome to another episode of Free Love Advice. Today, we're talking to a woman who doesn't really like the way her partner touches her. And not only that, she doesn't actually really like the way that he likes to be touched. And so what we do today is we sort of invite curiosity into the conversation about how we have sex with our partners. We explore a little bit about feminine and masculine energy, and we also look at what does caring and compassionate language look like when we're talking about sex, which can be extremely awkward and where the natural reflex is to get defensive instead of really understanding or exploring what it is that your partner wants. This is an awesome conversation. I'm super pumped. My name is Sean Galanos, and this is The Love Drive. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm ready. Let's do it. How can I help? Well, I have a question. I've been in a partnership for five years with my boyfriend, and we have very different styles of touching. He likes to be caressed very gently, tickly, and I do not like that. Nor do I like to really do that to someone else. It doesn't bring me a lot of joy. And he kind of thinks that I'm a brute because I like to be manhandled. So I'm wondering, like, what's that about? Or is there like, are there just people who have different preferences? Is it just a visceral thing? And how can you kind of, I don't know, come to terms with that in a relationship if each person likes to be touched differently? Have you not ever talked to your friends about this in the last five years? You know what? I never have. Actually, I lie. I talked about it this morning with one of my best girlfriends, but it was the first time. What did they say? She said, um, interesting. She's like, I enjoy being touched um, in a firm, strong way and in a caressing way. So she didn't really have the same, a similar experience. But even just that sort of answers your question, are there people are there people that prefer different types of sensation? Well, yeah, I guess so. I guess that does answer my question. Just, just the fact that you like it a little bit firmer and that your partner likes it softer and that your friend likes it both ways right. leads me to believe that there's a whole spectrum of the the type of sensation and pressure that people generally enjoy. Well, how do you get it together then? How do you make it coalesce? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we can explore that, but I just I just felt it important to recognize that we all fall on some spectrum of what we like. And there's nothing wrong with him liking to be caressed, and there's nothing wrong with you liking to be, like you said, manhandled. Right. Okay. And I remember, I have a story about this with an ex a long, long time ago in my early 20s, she basically said, hey, man, I really want you to grasp me firmer. 
when you're holding me, hold me tightly, you know, like grab exactly. my, grab my rib, rib cage, grab my hips, grab my yeah. thighs, like, you know, do, but do it in sort of, this was a long time ago, but she's like, you know, do it like a man, basically. Yeah. Like hard. Like hard. Yeah. Yeah. Grab me hard. And, and I have to say <laughs> that ever since then, I've been grabbing women hard, you know, in a consensual way, of course. Yeah. And the feedback that I've gotten from so many women is like, oh my God, thank God. Thank you. Well, yeah. Thank you for grasping me like that for, God, your hands feel so good. Exactly. But I'm not saying that that's all women. Like I know some women prefer to be caressed and preferred like slow, gentle strokes. And, Mm -hmm. but then some people really just like, like that, you know, it really turns them on. Right. And for me, a slow, gentle, like caress is almost, it's annoying and it's like nails on a chalkboard. It's so, it's, it's terrible. It is terrible. And I was married for 12 years before this relationship and my ex-husband was a caresser. Everything was very gentle, very soft. And even when I said, Hey man, like, grab a hold of me. He did not do it. So in this relationship, I've definitely been like very vocal about my likes and dislikes with the caressing. But I think what's happening is it, it makes my partner maybe feel like I'm just a brute. Like I'm not like, like it's not like, I think he, he maybe I hate to speak for him, but I think that he maybe takes my need for firmness and roughness as a sign that I'm not a gentle person. Yeah, and I, I, I want to highlight that it's interesting that you said, you know, I don't want to speak for him mm-hmm. because it sounds like there maybe is a conversation that hasn't been had to a certain level where all this stuff has come out. Um, I think that it's come out, but maybe it hasn't been necessarily taken in the best Um. I don't know if he's necessarily, I, I think he agree, he will adhere and he will agree. And then it, it can kind of become transactional. Like I'm doing the tickling for him and he's doing the, like, you know, the firm thing for me and, and neither of us maybe love doing that, um, except for to please our partner. It gets a little bit transactional. So We've had the conversation before. I don't know how much it's getting through in a loving way. Yeah, but did you have the conversation to the extent where where you said what you just told me? You know, I, I got the impression that you kind of just take me for a brute. And I mean, did you go deep? Did you go deeper? No, I haven't gone that deep yet. I feel like going deeper and really exploring what's what's underneath just this request of, hey, can you just grab me a little bit harder? And, and yeah. uh, hey, can you just tickle me? Um, in, in coaching, we really like to ask the question when someone says like, hey, I would really like this. This is what I want to focus on, you know? And then the question is, well, what would that bring you? Right? So for you, you can have some curiosity around what would uh, tickling and caressing bring him, right? And then maybe it'll be like, oh, well, you know, I had a, a girlfriend that used to like grab me too rough and it it felt kind of traumatic and brought up some old stuff. Like we don't know what the the storyline mm-hmm. is. And sometimes when you when you caress me, I feel safe around you. Right? That right. Might, that might be the narrative that we don't really know. We don't know what's underneath. And 
maybe if you knew that, you might be able to approach it from a more loving place. I mean, he has said to me before, when um, you are caressing me, that's how I feel loved. So, yeah. So you might be able to approach this with a little bit more like empathy and compassion just on your end. We don't know how he's going to approach it on, on his end, but on your end, it, it maybe could have a little bit more warmth, which could lead to more connection, which could lead to you actually wanting to do it rather than just like, oh, I know this is what he likes, so I'm going to do it, right? Like if you felt more connection in how is this action going to support my partner, Mm-hmm. You might be more inclined to do it out of genuine desire rather than... And not with like a clock ticking in the background. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And, and and I don't want you to like beat yourself up about this because I feel like there are sometimes things that we do for our partners that we just aren't, aren't into. Like, I'm not really into dirty talk, just not something that I'm really into. And some people have asked mm-hmm. me to talk dirty to them and I've done my best and I've, you know, I've tried to learn and I've tried to make it not so structure yeah. and something that I have to do and see it as something that like, oh, this brings pleasure to my partner. It's a good way to look at it. And I mean, we can't speak for him, but maybe there's a way to, to describe what it feels like or how important it is for you to be grabbed in a certain way and how you know, when you're caressed, it kind of feels like nails on a chalkboard. But the, when you're grasped firmly, it mm-hmm. makes you want to give yourself completely to him. Okay. I, mean, I if, like that. If I heard that from a woman, hey, when you uh, tickle me, I it makes me cringe. But when you grab my side, you know, sort of kind, yeah. of, kind of forcefully, it makes mm-hmm. me wet. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good news. I might be more inclined to make them wet. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say that works over cringe, cringing any day. Yeah. Um, yeah. It definitely infuses more love in this, into the situation to kind of maybe ask him what it feels like for him, you know, and what that means to him to have like the soft caress. I don't know. I just wonder if I can do it in a loving way. Because when something makes... M- I don't, and I'm, I don't know about everybody, but for me, I don't, because since it doesn't feel good to me, I don't know how to necessarily make it feel good to someone else. I'm like, am I doing this right? Is this maybe, you know, similarly with the dirty talk? Is it like that for you? I think we can, again, we can bring your partner into this discussion Yeah. and uh-huh. say what you just told me. You're like, Hey, this doesn't really feel good to me. And I understand that it feels good to you. I, I'm actually kind of concerned that I'm not doing it right. Right. Okay. Can you show me exactly what you want, you know, and I'm happy to do it for you. But I think it could be beneficial to invite a little bit of curiosity around this whole topic. Okay. And just be on, I mean, everything that you've told me, I would totally be fine hearing that. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, I'd love to talk, talk to you about you know, this, this, this dynamic that's playing out around the way we touch each other. And, and I, I want to bring this up because I want to feel closer to you. And sometimes I don't feel that close. And it feels like there's a mismatch in the way that we touch each other. And I would like to address that. Okay. That's good. Because I want to be closer to you. Mm-hmm. Not because... I keep bringing it back to that. Well, I mean, is ultimately, if you've been with this person for five years, I'm assuming that you want to be close to them. Yes, I do more than anything. We wouldn't be talking about this if you 
if you didn't care. Right. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. And it's kind of a bummer that, you know, you guys touch each other differently. It is. It's interesting. I mean, I I don't think I ever thought about it being... I mean, if I'm being totally honest, I think I was being a little selfish, you know, for my end. Like, this is how... This is what I want. This is how I want you to do it. And I didn't really consider that um, he maybe didn't want to be doing that all the time. So um, it's inter- it was interesting, like when he brought it up to me and, and it made me like take pause and say, oh, okay, well, I need to maybe reevaluate this a little bit because I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be considered uh, not giving in that way. You know, if somebody needs something from me, but I also don't want to be always the giver and not the receiver. So there has to be a balance, I guess. And it's important to to highlight that that it, it is a balance and that we don't want to just just do stuff that we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in a relationship there's a compromise involved. And this is coming from someone who hasn't had a relationship in a long time. And so maybe I'm not the best person to talk about compromise. <laughs> um but you know, sometimes I do things with a with like a sexual partner that that doesn't necessarily turn me on, but it turns them on and that turns me mm-hmm. on. Okay. And as you were talking, I was sort of reflecting on how I like to be touched. Mm-hmm. And I would much prefer to be caressed than to be grasped. There you go. But I'm a fairly dominant man in bed. Oh, yeah. And so is he. Like he's, no, you know, he's, he's very dominant in that way. But when it comes to like what turns him on, it's the soft, light, caressing, tickly whole scene that I'm like, I don't even understand that. I don't <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Yeah, if I'm thinking about it, like that turns me on way more than being like kind of rough handled. Right. Uh, I think maybe because as a man, I'm not really like I'm supposed to like it rough. Mm-hmm. I actually don't really like rough sex at all. I feel like I can't feel sensation wise, I can't feel as, as much as if it was like either slow and hard or slow and gentle, but like fast and hard doesn't really do it for me. I really do like to be caressed because I also want to, uh, uh, what's the word, sort of nourish my feminine side. Okay. And like, because we are made up of feminine and masculine energy. It's not just like, you're a woman, I'm a man. I fuck you hard. You tickle me. You know, like it. it's that there, there are energies inside of us. And sexually, I can be really dominating, but I also really like to receive Mm-hmm. gentle caresses, which I feel can be a little bit more feminine. And I want to be in a relationship where I could feel safe exploring that and receiving that from somebody. I never really thought about it that way. Which way? The way of feeling safe to explore that side of yourself. I mean, that is a little bit more, It well, it appears to be more of a, it's receptive. So it is, it would be a more feminine type energy. Um, so I never really thought about that, that that does feel safe and that does probably feel good. And for me, I think that I just like the firmness always. I think that it's more of a tactile pressure sensation and it feels really, really good. And so, um, I think because it, it is, it does feel more masculine, I guess. I just assumed that dudes like to do that kind of stuff. You know, 
it's an assumption on my part. Yeah, totally. And I think the traditional, you know, masculine narrative is that that we like it hard and we like it rough and we like it doggy style and and we like it, you know, quick and casual and and really in reality it's a lot more uh it's a lot more textured than that. It's a lot more broad. Uh I also like to be held and it can be really scary to ask ask a woman to like hold me. You know, because it's not it's sort of we're flipping the script a little bit, but I think we're at a at a point in time when we have to be able to to flip that script and feel safe doing it. That's so interesting. That's being held after sex or even maybe during sex. Not, I would never ask for that. I don't think I would, I would ask for it either. I think it would be really hard for me to ask for it, but mm-hmm. I might ask to be like, you know, caressed or yeah, gently rubbed or whatever. But, you know, maybe deep down inside, what I would really like is for someone to hold me. Wow. Yeah, maybe that's what your partner is subtly asking for in a way that feels safe for him. Yeah. Wow. You just like, my mind is totally blown right now. I never would have drawn those conclusions. And I realize that I'm really, when it comes to sex, not a super... um typically feminine woman when it comes to yeah like i have a lot of i think i have a lot of masculine typical masculine energy around sex and i'm kind of like a hit it and quit it like see you later i gotta go even though with with my partner you know like not not like around town or anything but yeah like i'm like jump i'm like energized afterwards i'm like let's go like i'm like ready to do i'm ready to have sex again or I'm ready to like get on with my day. Yeah, take on the world. Like I'm not cuddly. Yeah, like I'm I'm super energized and like stoked. Yeah. I mean this might might come down to a, a bit of a mismatch in energies. I don't doesn't Maybe, sound like yeah. it's anything that's insurmountable. Right. I mean we have an excellent sex life. Honestly, like we this like the touching thing um in terms of lightness and firmness is it's not a ginormous issue, but it is something that I think has creeped in over the course of the five years, like every quarter, like we have like a, a, like a disturbance around it, you know, like a little, a little like kerfluffle. Um, but overall we have a very, I would say a dynamic sex life. We're just, but speaking to you has like really opened me up to notice that we are very different and that maybe I need to, um, do a little digging around how to make my partner feel safe and loved and all of that. Maybe, maybe your partner doesn't need any of that. We're also making a bunch of assumptions about your partner right now. Yeah, we are. We're making a bunch of assumptions. Yeah. But it's interesting to think about. Yeah. I like this concept of feminine and masculine energy because we, we all have it in various levels and some people can be like extra masculine or, or like particularly masculine, particularly feminine, but often there's a blend and it's interesting to figure out like, what is your blend and what is your partner's blend? Does that work well together? It's going to be a big conversation to have. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think you're right though, to just approach it with curiosity and interest and, um, and kind of go from there. I have a little I have a little digging, I think. A little poking around I need to do. And to be really clear that the reason we're having this conversation is because I want more connection with you. 
Yes. I think, you know, once you couch it that way, it's a, like these like less likely to be defensive and more likely to open up. Right. I think that's a good thing to note because people, partners can be really defensive when it comes to talking about sexuality and sex relationships. And I never really, my husband before, my ex-husband, we never talked about anything really. So in this relationship, like I said, I was, I'm far more vocal and like, these are my needs and this is what I want. And I think I can be maybe a little abrasive and a little like, Hey man, what the hell? (laughs) And that is not always received very well. So I think like coming from a place of connection and love works better or will work better. We don't have role models when it comes to this stuff. We, we don't, we're not taught anywhere or how to talk about sex and relationships. We're, we're taught about STIs and pregnancy and Mm. that's it. You know, when it comes to emotional intimacy and bringing up subjects that people are often very defensive about because it's intensely personal, we've got no role models. So you're doing, you know, your part in educating yourself and in becoming more curious and in seeking out resources that can help you get more connected with your partner. And it also sounds like your partner has, is, is available for these kinds of talk. I mean, he sounds like he's got a little bit of feminine energy. Yeah, he does. He does. And, uh, and he's, he's self-aware and he's open to like, okay, what are we doing? You know, like, let's, let's stay on the right track together. So that works. Awareness and openness. I, mean, I don't think you can ask for right? two, any better qualities in order to come into this, this conversation with. Yeah, those are both great. Was this helpful? This feels like the easiest free love advice I've ever given in my life. I know. It was super helpful. No, it's great to be able to just um, talk to a guy who's also open and aware and has like, I mean, you have like a wealth of knowledge. I mean, in terms of speaking to a man about sex that I wasn't having sex with, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think I've ever had a conversation with a guy about sex. (laughs) like other than like a silly joke conversation or, you know, like something light, but not like in an advice and advice way. Gosh, I feel like we would benefit so much from having these conversations. Do you think? Yeah. Generally we lead kind of an isolated life when it comes to talking about sex. Like often I might talk a little bit about it with my guy friends. You might talk a little about it with your girlfriends. I mean, it sounds like you didn't even bring this thing up until today. No, I didn't. And honestly, the entire time I was married, I never, I never talked to one of my girlfriends about sex. I think the only thing I ever said was, man, I'm not having any sex, you know, but, and they were all like, oh, well, neither are we like join the club. That's kind of what goes on when you've been married for a decade. And, um, so it's really interesting. Like when you are married or you're in like really long-term relationships, you don't, I mean, unless you're actively seeking things out like this, and I don't really even know where most people would go to look, they can come here for free love advice. But yeah, you're not really getting any good input from anybody who's got any real information. So we we all need to be talking about sex more is basically what I'm hearing. Uh, Agreed. Uh, Agreed. So what uh, what's the takeaway for you today? Couple things. I think my number one takeaway is to approach. my partner with uh, curiosity 
you know, an interest and also coming from a place of connection, you know, like I'd like to talk about this more because I really want us to have an Austin connection and an even deeper connection than we currently have. So that's number one. But number two, I would say my interest has just peaked um, in terms of how I'm operating in the world sexually and non-sexually, you know, and why so much of my physical touch in the way that I operate ends up um, culminating in sex. You know, I'm kind of, I might be goal oriented in the physical touch department. So that might be something I need to look at. And energy. I mean, that, that sounds a little bit like masculine energy, right? Yeah. And I'm a pretty feminine, receptive person in like the rest of my life. You're sexually masculine. Sexually masculine. And really kind of have been since I was, since I've been doing this, you know? So um, that's something to figure out and like look at a little bit. Explore. Be curious about. Yeah. It doesn't only just have to be one way. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, wonderful. How did we do? I think great. What do you think? I think we did great. I'm for sure using this as an episode. You are? Okay, cool. This is something that can be really helpful for other people. If you want some free love advice of your own, then I invite you to contact me, sean at thelovedrive.com, that's S-H-A-U-N, or go to thelovedrive.com forward slash free love advice. Send me an email, tell me what it is that you need some support around, and I can't do these episodes with everybody, but I am looking for interesting topics that have the potential to really help other people. So I invite you to reach out to me, Sean at the Love Drive, or go to thelovedrive.com forward slash free love advice. As always, you can DM me on Instagram at the Love Drive. Oh, and I just want to share a little piece of something exciting. The Love Drive so far in its year that I've been producing the show has been downloaded over 40,000 times and 20% of those downloads were in the last 30 days, which shows uh, exponential growth and shows uh, tremendous support. So I just want to thank you for listening and for cheering me on and for sending me messages, uh, letting me know that the, the Love Drive podcast is improving your life because the goal of the love drive is to spread love through emotional intimacy. And I want to thank you for being here for me to do just that. Thank you.